Let's open our Bibles to Psalm 75. Psalm 75 deals with the same subject as Psalm 11 and Psalm 82, which we have read earlier today. And I'll read this psalm to you. It again says it's a psalm or song of Asaph, but he's writing on behalf of David. We know that because in the second verse, the writer is speaking in the first person, I shall receive, when I shall receive the congregation, I will judge uprightly. When David got the kingdom of Israel, it was a mess because of King Saul. For the first two years, only two tribes would even own him as king, and the other ten tribes were loyal to Benjamin Ishbosheth, the son of Saul, and Abner, their, the captain of their host. But let me read to you this psalm, comment on it very briefly. I just want to cram as much of the Word of God into our lives as possible that we men, when we marry and when we have children, we have happening to us what happened in verse 2 to David. He received a congregation and he was committed that he would judge uprightly. And so all the choices we make, and I'm so thankful for a breakfast I had yesterday morning with some young men, and one of them wanting to point out that for us to be godly and be the men that we should be, it is a minute-by-minute decision-making process of choosing, of making choices that please God, minute by minute. We can sometimes say day by day, but a day is too large. There's too many choices in it. And so it's minute by minute to be the the men that we should be. Psalm 75, beginning at verse 1. Unto thee, O God, do we give thanks. Unto thee do we give thanks. For that thy name is near, thy wondrous works declare. When I shall receive the congregation, I will judge uprightly. The earth and all the inhabitants thereof are dissolved. I bear up the pillars of it. Selah. I said unto the fools, deal not foolishly. And to the wicked, lift not up the horn. Lift not up your horn on high. Speak not with a stiff neck. For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge. He putteth down one and setteth up another. For in the hand of the Lord there is a cup, and the wine is red. It is full of mixture, and he poureth out of the same. But the dregs thereof, all the wicked of the earth, shall wring them out and drink them. But I will declare forever. I will sing praises to the God of Jacob. All the horns of the wicked also will I cut off. But the horns of the righteous shall be exalted. Amen Amen and amen. To the Lord we give thanks. In verse 2, if you're a boy or a man, you've been given either the congregation of a wife or the congregation of a family. And some of you patriarchs in here have children and children's spouses and children's children. And children's children's spouses. And children's children's children. And so you've got quite a congregation. I hope that all of us will be faithful to the calling and that we'll be as committed as David 
right here in verse 2, when I shall receive the congregation, what the Lord is saying to us today, though this passage, and I will always tell you the primary intent of any passage we use is civil rulers, it's talking about Daniel getting Benjamin. It's talking about Joel getting Catherine. It's talking about Matthew getting Natalia. When I receive the child, I will judge uprightly. Junkyard dogs populate junkyards. But we want to raise the seed to the Lord. That woman is trusting you. They give birth to these children because you're going to take care of them and you're going to be a foundation and a pillar. Look at verse 3. This is where we... This is what we live in. This is the mess we live in. The earth and all the inhabitants thereof are dissolved. They are all melted and fallen apart from their ordinary appearance and position that they ought to have. They're dissolving. They're melting. They're falling. They're crumbling. They're breaking. Because the pillars are not there like they should be. The foundations are being destroyed. When David got the kingdom, it was a mess. Look at the profane man that had been the head of it. Before his death, he went to the witch of Endor. He tried to kill David his whole life. He wouldn't obey Saul. God had to rip the kingdom away from him. The earth and all the inhabitants thereof are dissolved. He's speaking about the earth of Israel and the dissolution of the government. But that when he got the kingdom and we got the congregation and all the twelve tribes would come under him, he would judge uprightly. I bear up the pillars of it. David knew as the next man in God's order for that kingdom, the pillars of supporting that country were on him. But I want to tell you something. They're on the son of David now, and there is no chance of anything happening evil to the kingdom of heaven because they're on the Lord Jesus Christ. But, but this isn't a prophecy. This is speaking of David. Selah. We should stop and think about that. Then he rebukes the fools. I said unto the fools... Deal not foolishly into the wicked. Lift not up the horn. Shut your mouths. You don't know what you're talking about. These enemies of his within Israel. He's not speaking of the Philistines or the Egyptians. He's speaking of the Israelites. Don't think so highly of yourself because promotion doesn't doesn't come from the east or from the west or from the south. Is there one point in the compass that's missing here? It comes from the north. Because where does God dwell? In the sides of the north, promotion comes from the Lord. God is the judge. He puts down one and sets up another. And when God sets you up, and the first time He sets you up, men, is when you were born, and with a couple of contractions, a doctor pronounced, It's a boy! Let's fulfill that calling. God made the difference. There is in the hand of the Lord a cup, and He's got red wine in it. It's the color of blood. And he's going to pour out that wine and he blesses men, but the wicked are going to eat the dregs and drink the dregs of it. That's the, 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 the junk at the bottom that they didn't quite get filtered out of red wine. That is what he's going to wring out to the wicked. But David said, I will declare forever. Declare what? Well, the second half of verse 9 tells us, I will sing praises to the God of Jacob. I'm going to be a man of praise. He's put me in a position of leadership. I'm going to lead this nation in worshiping and praising God. I'm going to make His praise exceedingly magnificent because the temple is not for man, but for the Lord. 
All the horns of the wicked will I cut off. Their mouths, their pushing, their strength, their rebellion, I'll cut off. But the horns of the righteous shall be exalted. That's what David was going to do when he got the congregation of the Lord. You men have been given a congregation. One reminder sermon. Today, because of all the problems I have to see and know about and hear about and try to deal with and know that all of them can be traced back to a lazy, neglectful, carnal, selfish, whining, pitiful, heretical father somewhere, every one of them. May the Lord bless us to be faithful. Chris, will you please come at this point and read the passage of Scripture that was selected for you? Thank you. Amen. Please turn to Isaiah chapter 3. Amen. This may be one of the clearest depictions in the Bible of what happens to a nation when God takes away men. Isaiah prophesied during the reigns of Isaiah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah. And Isaiah 1 and 2 are full of the sins of the people that they were guilty of at that time. It included sins so bad that God had caused them directly, Sodom and Gomorrah. It includes the great man and the humble man both submitting themselves to graven images which God hates. It includes a good bit of haughtiness and loftiness um, of man, which is detailed in chapter 2. The Lord Isaiah ends ends chapter 2 by saying, Cease ye from man whose breath is in his nostrils, for wherein is he to be accounted of? The judgments that are listed in Isaiah chapter 3 are not unique just to this chapter. They, ha- they are, they are uh, occur in other places in the Bible uh, as well. Um, though they may be described here in some details uh, more uh, extensively than others. Um, we see here, after the Lord takes away the leadership from the nation, in verse uh, 6 and 7, People go search for leadership, male leadership, and can't find it. Um, And instead, the Lord leaves women and children to be the oppressors of these people. These women in particular are described by their haughty attitude in verse 16, and then by a lengthy description of the things that they're wearing. Uh, And some of them, I'll be honest with you, I don't even know what they are. Um, the things that these women were wearing, the Lord gives a lengthy description of these things. And, and he is, the Lord is angry about it. And he mentions them particularly making a noise with their feet, verse 16, noisy shoes. Interesting. The Lord will judge them by putting a scab on their head and discover their secret parts. This is just what the Bible says. Discover their secret parts. That is, a, that is public nakedness, and this is not the only place God does it in the Bible to judge a people. Sometimes people do it to themselves, like Israel around the golden calf. Sometimes God does it to them to shame them. Here's one of those. But anyway, let's dive into this chapter. For behold, 
the Lord, the Lord of hosts, doth take away from Jerusalem and from Judah the stay and the staff, the whole stay of bread and the whole stay of water, the mighty man and the man of war, the judge and the prophet and the prudent and the ancient, the captain of fifty and the honorable man and the counselor and the cunning artificer and the eloquent orator. And I will give children to be their princes, and babes shall rule over them. And the people shall be oppressed, every one by another, and every one by his neighbor. The child shall behave himself proudly against the ancient, and the base against the honorable. When a man shall take hold of his brother in the house of his father, saying, Thou hast clothing, be thou our ruler, and let this ruin be under thy hand. In that day shall he swear, saying, I will not be an healer, for in my house is neither bread nor clothing. Make me not a ruler of the people. For Jerusalem is ruined and Judah is fallen, because their tongue and their doings are against the Lord to provoke the eyes of his glory. The show of their countenance doth witness against them, and they declare their sin as Sodom. They hide it not. Woe unto their soul, for they have rewarded evil unto themselves. Say ye to the righteous that it shall be well with him, for they shall eat the fruit of their doings. Woe to the wicked, it shall be ill with him, for the reward of his hands shall be given him. As for my people, children are their oppressors, and women rule over them. O my people, they which lead thee cause thee to err and destroy the way of thy paths. The Lord standeth up to plead, and standeth to judge the people. The Lord will enter into judgment with the ancients of his people, and the princes thereof. For ye have eaten up the vineyard, and the spoil of the poor is in your houses. What mean ye that ye beat my people to pieces, and grind the faces of the poor, saith the Lord God of hosts? Moreover, The Lord saith, Because the daughters of Zion are haughty, and walk with stretched forth necks and wanton eyes, walking and mincing as they go, making a tinkling with their feet, therefore the Lord will smite with a scab the crown of the head of the daughters of Zion, and the Lord will discover their secret parts. In that day the Lord will take away the bravery of their tinkling ornaments about their feet, and their calls, and their round tires like the moon, the chains, and the bracelets, and the mufflers, the bonnets, and the ornaments of the legs, and the headbands, and the tablets, and the earrings, the rings, and nose jewels, the changeable suits of apparel, and the mantles, and the wimples, and the crisping pins, the glasses, and the fine linen, and the hoods, and the veils. And it shall come to pass that instead of sweet smell, there shall be stink, and instead of a girdle, a rent, and instead of well-set hair, baldness, and instead of a stomacher, a girding of sackcloth, and burning instead of beauty. Thy men shall fall by the sword, and thy mighty in the war. And her gates shall lament and mourn, and she being desolate shall sit upon the ground.
Amen.